This is the show where we pair the perfect beverage with the events in our lives. This is Let's, Let's Drink, Drink About it. it. I was in a coffee shop yesterday, uh-huh. and there was an old woman in line in front of me, and she was wearing like a black raincoat. And um, I was like standing waiting to order, and I was looking at the back of her raincoat, and there was like some foamy material on the hood. <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, ma'am, there's some soap on your jacket. And she's like, oh, thank you. And then I got a glimpse oh, inside no. the hood, <sighs> and it was full of loogies. Oh, oh no, I, no. Somebody no. had been standing behind this woman no. on oh, like the no. subway or something, just dripping loogies into her hood. That, And I was like, I... I, like I would have been, you first of all, I would have fucking puked on the spot. That's when your humanity <laughs> is tested because you want to help out, but there's no way you're well, going to put your hand in the in a well. There's nothing you can hood. do. Like like she can go into the bathroom and rinse it out. I guess <sighs> is like the one thing you can do. But like I, you know, I would like burn the jacket personally. <laughs> oh well, we should say uh, you know you probably hear a familiar voice at this point. Uh, uh, the one and only uh, engineer uh, James Black is here. Hiyo. James Black, usually just a distant voice laughing at our stupid quips we, on this show. He's usually stuck in a corner. Yes, I've yeah. heard every single second of this podcast, even the ones that the listeners haven't heard. Yeah, that's true. It's very and special. It, so it is a great honor to be a sorry, part of one. Sorry, All the racist sorry, tangents we've been on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we I mean, come to a dead yeah, yeah, stop there. <laughs> sorry, James, that you had to hear all of every second of it. Because there is plenty. It's... Mostly filler, some killers around here. No, I think you guys are hitting your stride, and that's why I'm willing to put my name on this one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've been putting your name on it for you. Yeah, exactly. Well, but by the time this comes out, we may have fallen off our stride and hit our nadir. This this episode could come at a time when, you know, the show is really floundering. (laughs) High watermark for shame. Yeah. Um, so so we're, we're pre-recording this well in advance because of uh, James's impending uh, paternity slash record ternity leave. <laughs> yes, I like the way you've coined that. Yeah, we have a little guy on the way, and he could be here. He's supposed to come here. You might in, have to leave any minute. In two weeks, but uh, mm. I... Like he's fully cooked, he's ready to come out at any time. He's good to go, man. Yeah, he's hot to trot. You can feel the excitement in the air here. I swear to God, like think people are coming in the door, you know, with you know, last touches, like last minute touches, things. I, I answered the door wow. while James was down here doing tests with you earlier, and uh, and I kind of said to the woman, I was like, oh, are you the? I mean, is it medulla? Is that the word? Doula. Doula. What's a medulla? <laughs> a medulla, I think, is I don't What's know. Is that from is that from Clash of the, of the Titans? Medulla from Clash of the Titans, the oh, yeah. snake-haired lady. Yes, as you're having a baby, if you I, stare into her eyes, so you turn I into said, a pillar of salt. I said medulla to this lady, <laughs> 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 and then uh, I said wet nurse, and I don't even know if that's <laughs> the same thing. I think that's someone who breastfeeds <laughs> on your behalf. Oh yeah, my god! That's so a, that's that, a surrogate b- breastfeeder. Dude, I think that's I'm a strip t- bar in Cleveland. Can I tell you something? Can I tell? you i'm so glad time like much time has passed since i've seen that lady's face because i am red-faced <laughs> now wow no yeah it was a, a uh a slip cover for a rocking chair that's in our uh 
soon to be son's room. So yes, people oh. are are showing up every day with certain apparatus, and Apparat- yeah, there's a uh, a lot going on. Uh, life is bubbling, bubbling and brewing. So yeah, we're 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 gonna we're recording this so that uh, I mean because uh, real soon we're gonna be moving shop, or I'm gonna be moving shop for an undisclosed amount of time while James uh, figures out the rhythm of a. A baby's life and uh, what's required. Fatherhood. Yeah, and yeah. what's required of him. Required yeah. of him. Um, yeah, so uh, that's that's why we're doing this in advance. I mean, the, the home listener is well aware of the fact that you've moved locations at this point, Chris. That's oh, that's right. true. That's true. This in is the sort continuity of, a... of the show. Okay, like, so we we'll are cut in this out. Future. We'll actually cut this out. We'll cut all what I just said out. James, you first. What is your 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 life event? My life event. Well, normally when someone asks me what's going on, I just go, ah, you know, <laughs> stuff, I'm making yeah. music and whatever. But uh, I truly have. You've never... designed a lifestyle where you have uh, a a free and easy existence. In, yes, in... and I yeah. often have nothing going on. I'm just sort of always in the middle of something, and I at this point in time have never had more going on in my life. So I am, uh, the most important thing going on in my life is I'm expecting a little son within the next few weeks. That's, that's and it seems like the cosmic orbs have aligned. Uh, <laughs> and I also have my very first solo recording coming out uh, probably a week later. Wow. And so these two things have been in the making well, one of them's been in the making for nine months, but the other one uh, that would about be a the year record, and a half. Or? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but well, actually, you know what? I would say both of them have been more than a year in the making, or uh, uh, yeah. trying for. And you got you got a twinkle in in your right eye for a child, and your left eye for a solo project. That's right. And and as luck would have it, they're both coming out. Uh, within days of each other and so isn't that just how it always works <laughs> yes when it rains it pours so that's yeah. that's what's going on with me it's it's sort of like uh emerging from the cocoon uh musically and uh life-wise i suppose yeah. these things have been waiting and gestating I mean, and, the, the uh, it always takes a long time to get anything sort of mounted and uh with momentum and happening and going when it comes to creative ventures Absolutely. And so that is finally like, oh, my God, it's happening. I can't stop it now. And, uh, of course, I'm going to have this just ever important uh, responsibility happening at the same time. So it, it's uh, it's exciting. And I, I've, I've been waiting for something to change in my life for a long time. So I'm not afraid of the change. I'm actually very excited about it. What's funny is I keep getting confused about which one you're talking yeah. about. So I, know, I don't know. Which ever important responsibility. Yeah, and and I would say like a big artistic project like that is, you know, obviously it has very different qualities from making a baby, but there are some similarities in that, you know, there's this big release and then it comes into the world and then it sort of like has its own life Mm -hmm. that you have very little control over. It gets knocked left and right and everything. So yeah, let's preface this by saying... I am fully aware that 
having a child and raising a child is the most important thing. But we will <laughs> talk about these things as though they're both equal right now because obviously. But it's I mean, very if you were to take those, otherwise. if you were to take those things independent of one another, yes. I mean, if let's That's say, my life. yeah, let's say that that uh, you know a musician who is nowhere near ready to have a child is would probably be as excited to have a record coming yes. out as so. I mean, you know, it's 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 just. Du- double like this dual hit of excitement which uh it definitely is and it's all new territory i have been uh uh musically i have been doing it for my whole life and i've been in a band for a good chunk of two decades and this is the first time sort of stepping out and doing something entirely on my own maybe tell the listeners which band uh, i play lead guitar in a band called finger 11 uh which is a rock and roll band and uh, I've always just been the lead guitar player with some harmonies in the background. And so this, you know, this having sort of the mustering up the courage to go, okay, you know what? I think I have some songs that will stand up on their own outside of this. I've written some lyrics that I feel really strongly about and all this stuff. Uh, just getting up the, the gusto to try to do that and, and, and not have all that support uh, of, a, of a team and a, and and all of that that's terrifying it's been uh it's terrifying. exhilarating <laughs> and the end result which is coming out i think it's going to be may 20th that it's going to come out on itunes but i'm not exactly that's the goal well as as close to uh as close to the release date of, of this episode as as we can get it yeah yeah and uh, then of course it have, i've never been a, a name should uh, should people search oh, for yes. something in particular this is uh this uh, this is called moon boot cocoon Moon boot cocoon. I love yes. that. Yeah, it's and great. And so it, it kind of fits in with uh, everything that how I how I started off here talking about like this this emerging yeah. emerging from your chrysalis. Yes, exactly. I wanted to put it that way, and you you said it first. So <laughs> way to go. Beat you to the punch. Boom. <laughs> uh, so uh, how about you, Ben? What's uh, what's what's been going on with you? Well, I figured. Uh, <clears throat> For this week, I would talk about the fact that my uh, my better half, my fiance Rachel, uh, was out of town for uh, a whole bunch of days, um, spanning a weekend. So I had uh, a weekend to myself, um, and uh, I I'm usually the one that's traveling and, and leaving her behind, and uh, you know, asking her to to just kind of knuckle under and deal with Hold my down absence the fort, but yeah. i turn i i am such a baby when she is gone i <laughs> i really like revert to my feral state and <laughs> i like walk around in my underpants and i don't take showers and i like you know i go on amazon instant <laughs> and i get movie adaptations of tom clancy novels and <laughs> i watch them while drinking beer and eating pizza and uh or nachos uh definitely the uh, kind of food that like you start to act like your parents are away right like as though as a grown man you've been stopped from doing these things right like like i i found myself seriously considering purchasing like some cinnamon toast crunch and a carton of milk uh to uh, uh, that would be a bag of milk for, for I w- you guys up I, there. I, w- I would, I would <laughs> laugh, Ben, but I don't find that funny because. Uh, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like it's, um, I, it, it's a, it's a funny, it's, a, it's a really, you know, like I'm not, I don't dislike my my semi 
grown-up lifestyle when she's around, but when she's not around, I really relish just being like Captain Bachelor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how many days is she away? She's just she was away like I think like four full days and you know five nights basically. I but I don't know if you've ever seen. Uh, actually, I think it's a it's a commercial from the UK, and I don't know what the the product is, but it was this commercial where this woman's leaving work for for work for a couple of days. Same idea, yeah. you know, leaves leaves the the uh, significant other behind, and she's like, "You're gonna be you got everything, you're gonna be okay," and she's like, "Oh yeah, I'll be fine, I'll be fine." You know, walks out the door, walks down the corridor, gets like 15 steps away, and it's like. You know, forgets her keys or something. Turns around, comes back in, and the entire apartment is destroyed. <laughs> and he's like, he's got a really long beard, and he's huddled over a fire. <laughs> and that's kind of uh, how I imagine it. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, and I think that the other thing is that, like Rachel, uh, you know, enjoys the finer things in life. But I would be pretty hard pressed to convince her to sit down to a meal of nachos and a viewing of Hunt for the Red October for the <laughs> 367th time. Um, well, congratulations to her for making it through 366 times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, like she probably hasn't watched it that many times. I'm, no. I can, there's really like no uh, theoretical limit to the number of times I can watch that movie. <laughs> um, I've never seen it once. I saw oh it my. once a long time ago, and I, I, I guys, only... I don't even know if I want to continue the show right now. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Yeah, <laughs> I look. It, I've never driven standard, and I can't. I've never seen the Hunt for Red October. All it's, right, it's it's literally one of my one of my top five all time. And I think a lot films. of people they they don't know that that's the first of the Jack Ryan series. Is yeah, that correct. It's the first first Jack Ryan movie. Alec Baldwin. No. Um, yeah, see, here's Sean, uh, Sean Connery. I am Did the Harrison last one. Ford, Harrison Ford became Jack Ryan in the subsequent right. series. Took yes. over in uh, Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger, and then the torch passed to Ben Affleck for. Oh, uh, right. This is where people start shutting oh, and up, then skipping. Some of all fears. This and is then, where people start. And then the new guy was uh, Captain Kirk, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, Captain Kirk from the. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't think I've. Uh, I can of Star Trek. I love movies, and I think I have just sort of somehow sidestepped the entire Jack Ryan series. Mm. I I think that the Jack Ryan series is is uh, has had some pretty some pretty worthy uh, submissions. I think that the both Harrison Ford ones and the Alec Baldwin one are are legitimately like really really fun movies to watch and. I would even say that Hunt for Red October is a great film. Um, I think in that, I would say that, that the even like the Ben Affleck one is stupid, but it's like you know if you're if there are no ladies around, it's fun to watch. <laughs> I think at that era, the 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 sort of action political thriller, uh, they weren't worried about trying to CGI so many explosions that you actually oh, yeah. got some really really they really lit stuff gasoline on fire yeah, yeah. and yeah. now the new ones are just like they're 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 trying to overcome everything with combat yeah. but uh, you know what I wanted to ask you something about the fact that uh, your fiance is away and I yeah. uh, I travel a lot for work and at a sure. s at a certain point when we were home for a stretch my wife was traveling a lot for work and she was away and I found that. Not only did I revert to a caveman, but uh, <laughs> when I'm away on tour, 
uh, I find it's like, oh, why? Like, I'm away and I'm working. How come you're calling so much? And how come we need to have such contact? Right. And then when I'm the one at home, like, it took about 10 minutes to start to feel <laughs> lonely and be like, sure. what are you doing? What? Like, and it, it, <laughs> I th- it was very healthy to sort of have that coin flipped and go like, oh, my God, this is the kind of no, I'm, sort of I'm, hollow uh, house that you live in when there's nobody around. But uh, it, it's I, just I hard live to in know. the exact same universe as you. I, uh, you know, I, I, I give Rachel crap for asking me to give her a call when my plane yeah. lands so that she doesn't worry. And then if she goes somewhere and I don't hear from her in the first 24 hours, it's like it destroys me. <laughs> yeah. It's a very weird thing to what as soon as that control is surrendered, you just become this sort of like, but I mean, like, I th- that, that it must just, it, it just goes away though. You're no longer annoyed when, when the call, when you've landed is expected, right? Cause now, you know, you, no, yeah, it. Yeah. you definitely understand it for a little bit and then you fall back into your own ways. I mm-hmm. think it's just that thing, but, uh, mm-hmm. it's a strange thing. Uh, Chris, what's your thing this week? You guys are both talking about traveling a lot for work and and, uh, and whatnot. So traveling to you isn't such a big deal, but uh, I suppose I don't travel as much. So I bought myself a plane ticket. Uh, I'm going to Los Angeles, going to California, the great state of California. Uh, we, I, I, America. I'm going to. I, I cannot wait. Coming to America, me. Yeah. Um, I do. I do love California. Are you going to? down there to be an actor or are you going to go yep, straight I'm, to prostitution i'm going to make it uh <laughs> i'm going to start i'm going to start uh at the bottom uh and uh now, now and then we, i'm going to be here. here yeah so <laughs> um <laughs> the pride of canada uh, yeah yes um yeah, so I, I, I'll be seeing... How come, how come cardinal official couldn't be the pride of canada so see he made it to you he got to you did he oh yeah yeah, we know he, about Cardinal Official. Car, Cardinal but, tried. Oh, well. He tried for years up here, man. And I mean, like, yeah, he, I think it's pronounced official. Cardinal it? official. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't um, have time for that. No, Cardinal Official. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, There's probably some sort of umlaut over one of the letters. But yeah, sure. I, I mean. Uh, oh yeah, why are you going to L.A.? Uh, well, every year I go to California to. Uh, well, I guess be involved in max fun con which takes place at lake arrowhead and uh that's how i met ben was uh yeah how many years ago 2010 maybe four years ago yeah uh ben yeah. was ben we, i can ben tell you real oh, quick oh yeah there's a pretty funny story of us meeting isn't there is there well well you might you might know that detail more than i do like i was just gonna say like i think i remember uh the night of like the saturday night of the party and ben seriously Dude just was dressed seersucker suit, if I remember right, and like the hat you had on, you looked like I had a boater hat on. Oh my god! I mean, it was just like, and this dude is his science is tight. What's a boater hat? A boater hat? Yeah, it's like uh, I imagine that's like what like a canalman, like uh, <laughs> like like uh, the captain got, on Gilligan's of, Island. Think, think of the Great made Gatsby. Out of, made out of like straw. And, oh, okay. Uh, it's got kind of a flat brim. Uh, you see him a lot like in a like a barbershop uh, quartet kind of hat. Yeah, like okay. a yeah, like a jazz quartet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I was gonna uh, there that year there was some overbooking situation oh, where that's a sorry. bunch of us had to go to a different camp. That wasn't like the main camp that Max FunCon takes place at, That's and right. 
uh, Chris and I being kind of staff, for lack of a better term, uh, were put in a room together, even though we'd never met. Um, but I and I wasn't actually aware of any of this at the time. But Chris <laughs> has a pretty funny story about yeah. like his first encounter with me. <laughs> so I, after a day of work, I uh, had come back to the other side of the lake, and um, you know it was pitch black outside, and I'm sort of fumbling with the key card or whatever it was key, and uh, I, I make my way in. But to get to my room, I had to walk through Ben's room, and uh, Ben was like KO'd he was I don't know how long he had been there but he was in a deep sleep you know and uh I, I opened the door and I opened the door to my room and I, I'm pretty sure you just like flew out of bed like you just like <laughs> sat up as though you were spring loaded and uh you're like ah! you know I was like sorry I, I never even actually met you like I, I, the, I met your silhouette for that's how I met you it's like I'm sorry man I'm sorry we're sharing a room you know just super apologetic and closed the door it's like Jesus you know anyway yeah. So, and I had I had no memory of this interaction the next morning. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was kind of. It's a... good to know that even when I'm uh, <laughs> even when I'm completely asleep, I'm still hyper vigilant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You were, I guess, somewhat ready for anything. I mean, should the situation yeah. had gotten real uh, quickly, who knows what 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 I would have been capable of? Yeah, so I like it, to keep that somewhat mysterious. Uh, yeah. When you guys are doing that, are you just sort of allotted, like, oh, you're staying in this room w with this person, you draw straws or anything like that? How does it all come I, down? Uh, like, you, you, like, yeah, I think it's a bit random. I, um, I'm usually, I'm there, uh, filming everything. Um, I, I, uh, the reason I know Chris is through Jesse Thorne, who is the host and uh, conceiver of Max FunCon, and uh, I've for a long time uh, done the video stuff of of uh, of Max FunCon. So I just usually when there's a show there, I sit in the back of the room and film it. And Chris is there, you know, tending bar and uh, helping helping keep things run smoothly. But I think both of us go uh, in a support capacity so that we can go mm -hmm. because it's. You know, it's a really amazing event, and it's uh, it's it's really special to be able to be involved with it. I, I mean, I've told my friends for years, I'm like, man, I've been wondering what the hell it is because it does sound like an awesome thing. I, I just, just want my friends to come because they're the coolest people there, and everyone's doing something cool and interesting. And uh, but anyway, yeah, it's it's a great event, and uh, yeah. so that is why I bought my plane ticket, and I'm excited. Good times, yeah. Chris, yeah. What do you got? My for me? drink that I came up with for you is uh, the airmail, which is an old cocktail. It's, uh, I think, the first. <laughs> excuse you. Sorry, the I'm first reference to it is in a 1940s book called <laughs> "Here's How Mixed Drinks." <laughs> awesome. <laughs> which is a. I don't know if it's like just an anachronistic funny name or just a funny name in general, but. Here's how mixed drinks, and uh, I actually found it in the PDT cocktail book, which I highly recommend. Um, but the author of Here's How Mixed Drinks uh, apparently states that it ought to make you fly high. Uh, so this is uh, an ounce of white rum, half an ounce of lime juice, half an ounce of honey syrup, which we've 
encountered before on this show. Mm -hmm. um, an ounce of champagne and a lime wheel to garnish. So you uh, obviously, everything but the champagne, you'll shake with ice, strain into a chilled cocktail glass, uh, top with the champagne, and then uh, throw your throw your garnish on there. Sounds pretty nice. Uh, can uh, I can I ask a question? Uh, with the champagne, is prosecco an acceptable substitute? I I really do think it is. I I know that there are people who are are purists about that, mm -hmm. but my feeling is that with mixed drinks, anything that's sort of in the class of the of the thing that you are uh, replacing is an acceptable substitute, generally speaking. Mm -hmm. um, I think and, if it comes from a book that was written by a caveman, then you can do whatever. <laughs> yeah. Here's and, how and I mean, mixed drinks. Here's oh, how mixed drinks. <laughs> it could be a great name for a podcast just like this. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody wants to start a uh, a tribute podcast, uh, <laughs> uh, we endorse that as a title. Um, no, I mean, uh, substitutions are are a totally acceptable thing in my book. I mean, it's, we do it all the time on this show because, you know, I buy a bourbon one week and maybe a different bourbon is called for in a drink the next week. I'm not going out and buying an entire right. another bottle of booze, you know, unless it's a really specific thing. Mm -hmm. But I just think that I, I think that you should be willing to to mess around with these things. You know, they don't have to be perfect. Um, they're, you know, and and. To some extent, mixing cocktails is a science. You know, you've got your sweets and your and your sours and your and your base spirits and your bitters mm -hmm. and whatnot. But um, I think that uh, being willing to uh, to swap every single ingredient out for something that's close enough is totally totally a okay in my book. I think that's sort of the drinkers uh, what. what the, the drinker's motto. Yeah. That's why you're drinking is to sort of swap swap out yeah. this feeling of cognizance for another one. So so maybe maybe the ultimate question is, is it okay if there's uh, alcohol in it? I mean, is, is, it, is it acceptable <laughs> if there's alcohol in this thing? All right. Stop making fun of me, guys. No, no, no. Uh, no, never. Um, so I, I will continue. I'll, go, I'll return the favor. And for you, Ben, um, it's kind of funny. I have had this thought before and... Uh, but this week it was uh, particularly funny because I, I just sort of, when I look for these drinks, it's, I mean, I guess I'm looking for, and maybe it's the same with you, but, you know, something by the name, obviously, is is how we've been doing this. So I start to think about words that, uh, you know, it's like a word association game, right? And and yeah. I thought bachelor and, and whatever and uh, uh, wife away, this kind of thing, right? So I, <laughs> I came up with... Um, single man cocktail right and, but at a certain point and, and i get hung up i got hung up on like the single man cock and <laughs> and i was like this is this is this is uh i hope nobody searches searches the history here because <laughs> anyway i i know it's like kind of like maybe i'm crossing the line there but i just thought that was that's my childish humor that's my we, we would get so yeah, much google we would get so much google traffic yeah <laughs> yeah i just it's such a juvenile sense of humor sometimes but anyway when um, I was in uh, film school, I took an animation class and I made a little short called Sex in the Bathroom where um, it was like the, the like little sign on the bathroom that's the woman's mm -hmm. room and the, the sign on the men's room. 
uh, it was those two characters sneaking off and like hiding behind something on the wall, and like you see their legs, and they're clearly fucking. Yeah. And the title was "Sex in the Bathroom," and <laughs> I got so much search juice from that. Oh, really? <laughs> like, like, like my website like had so much inbound search traffic from juice. the search terms oh. "sex in the bathroom." Like wow! The, just disappointed search juice yeah, like, everywhere. What, what is this? A fucking stop motion? <laughs> I, can't, I can't do anything with this. But maybe you, maybe you opened a few eyes at that, uh, and they were like, "Oh my god, I really am in love with that man or woman on the bathroom yeah. door sign." Uh, Somebody's fetishizing. Did a, you uh, see, did you guys see that meme that was like that that moment when you're searching for Gary Oldman and you forget the R, and there's just a guy <laughs> looking at the screen going, "Oh." <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh, okay, so Ben, for you, your drink is Paradise Lost. Um, it's num, 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 num. one and a half ounces of tequila, uh, reposado, they recommend, uh, two ounces of pineapple juice, two ounces of lemon lime soda, uh, seven up or Sprite, I suppose, or some uh, uh, artisanal. So I'm gonna be. Choice. I'm gonna be honest, Chris. I couldn't bring myself to buy my, buy any Sprite or Seven Up, so I made my own Seven my oh, own, uh, it, lemon lime soda. And here's why I like oh, you, Ben. Why? That's that's why I love you, buddy. Um, uh, one eighth of a cup of pi- uh, pineapple crushed, uh, a half ounce of Grand Marnier, and five sprigs of mint. Um, so combined tequila, pineapple juice, soda, uh, pineapple, Grand Marnier, and mint in the shaker with ice. Shake well. Pour into old fashioned glass. Garnish with mint sprig. Yum. Um, yeah. Yeah, so tequila comes obviously in the like Blanco, Reposado, and Añejo varieties. Mm-hmm. I think that Reposado is like aged a little bit, and Añejo is aged a bunch. So it's a middle so, ground. Yeah, Rep- Reposado I think just means like rested, which oh. means like I like they leave it in a barrel for you know six months or something, but not a year. Right. Okay. I see. So you know what? For me, tequila is like uh, uh, in a previous episode, you had mentioned uh, whiskey and bourbon and how y- you had an aversion doesn't to doesn't agree it. with me. But it wasn't about getting aggressive and mouthy and all that stuff. But tequila right. is for me that. It, like it, it unlocks the, the evil I'm a James small. Black. I'm a small man, but if I'm <laughs> ever to be punched in the face, it will be... Because I was drunk because on tequila. Because you've been drinking tequila. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I like me some tequila. I do. Yeah, I, I like it too. Um, I think that uh, I, 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 I have not had that experience with it, but I've heard it enough that I can't, uh, I can't really say that it doesn't exist, you know? I mean, I think that people, some people have that relationship with it. So mm-hmm. if that's you, like... Don't be an evil drunk. I think all it took for me to start to appreciate tequila or or start to develop a palate was that someone told me that it was the only upper of an alcohol, not a depressant, a stimulant versus a depressant. So uh, for me, I mean, Ben's mentioned before, I'm a pretty sleepy drunk. I get loud until I get real quiet. And uh, I've, I've I've been drinking with Chris a, a few times where we'll be sitting and talking and I'll realize that he has... Really? Passed into into sleep. Oh my God! See, I don't know. I don't know this. <laughs> I don't, really? <laughs> That's amazing. He'll, he'll he'll have his hand on you know his uh, his his chin on his fist, and his eyes will get lower and lower. <laughs> and uh, yeah, well, see, this is why tequila. I mean, I, I did like uh, sometimes if you go out and someone suggests a shot, it would be bourbon and. I would just find that that's the final nail. Whereas that, tequila, uh, that's the death nail. Tequila is a nail of a different sort. <laughs> sure. Say that. Um, 
Okay, so why don't you go ahead and give James his drink? Yes. Right. Uh, James, I figure I figure you're going to be a very busy guy from here on in, you know. Uh, having, a, having a small child is a, is a real handful, and uh, having, having a, an album, uh, no less a handful in many ways. Um, you're going you're gonna to need, need a drink that's, uh, you know, easy to make and doesn't, uh, doesn't require a lot of thought. So my pick for you is a timeless classic, The Old Fashioned. Nice. Um, so you're gonna do uh, a Demerara sugar cube in the bottom of your glass and hit that with uh, basically enough Angostura bitters to saturate it, and then you'll kind of muddle that up um, in the bottom of the glass. You'll add uh, booze and ice, stir it to combine, and uh, strain it into a rocks glass with a big ice cube in it. And then garnish it with a lemon twist, um, and it's like, it's a great drink because it like basically takes no effort to make. It's like a it's like a delicious cocktail takes no effort to make, and uh, and uh, you can just have a bottle of bourbon and a bottle of bitters, or excuse me, a bottle of rye and a bottle of bitters on hand at any given time. I this, can make it This with drink one is hand. within reach. Yeah. I, Whilst, whilst, uh, as Josie Long referred to, uh, getting drunk with a baby in one hand and the drink in the other. Yes. Yeah. Um, which and we do not condone. Classic we don't. Episode of the yes, now classic. <laughs> uh, uh, but it should be said too. You can make bourbon old fashions and tequila old fashions. You know, like the little variations oh, on a theme. Oh, there's twists on this. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, James. For uh, my drink for you is. Uh, uh, of course, like all the drinks I have, they have a little preamble as well. Um, it, it's about the timing of things. Uh, so, you know, you, as you said earlier, so you, you do try maybe, you know, nine nine months to, to for the gestation period, shall we say. But, you know, you, you have to you, you think about these things, obviously, before they happen. And, and you know, you're, you're uh, working towards it just as you are this record. Now, mm -hmm. there is... A definitive from start time to uh, uh, baby in hand time, uh, like delivery time, there is a definitive amount of time with give or take a week or two. Uh, with a record, it's completely different. And and uh, you find yourself in this position where you've got both at the same time. So the drink I have for you is called a happy accident. Uh, it's two ounces of gin, <laughs> uh, an ounce of sweet vermouth, one ounce of triple sec, half ounce of fresh squeezed lemon juice, and one and a half ounces of fresh squeezed clementine juice. Uh, oh. So combine gin, vermouth, triple sec, lemon juice, and clementine juice uh, in a cocktail shaker. Add ice, shake well, strain into a cocktail or sorry, a coupe or a martini glass, uh, and then enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah, that I mean, sounds incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Let's go bake them. Bam. guys cheers chin chin oh my goodness look at that thing Woo. wow cheers i don't know what to do first here this is gonna have a heavy yeah so what is this one that's um ha uh, happy accident i left the cards upstairs so now i forget what i've given you oh wow it's very interesting it's got just that is what's in that vodka? 
Oh, he's gin. Gin. Okay. Yeah, that's a nice sizzle in the mouth there. With the uh, the tangerine juice and the lime or lemon juice. Yeah, I I do have no aversion to that drink. That's for sure. It's nice. You're typically not a gin guy, is that correct, James? Uh, I don't. I wouldn't say I'm against gin, but right. uh, you don't leap for the opportunity to drink. No, it? like I think on on a certain summer day, a gin and tonic is very refreshing in that sort of like almost citrusy kind of way. You're talking to the gin man himself over but there. But I'm not, yeah, I'm not opposed to gin at all. I think, uh, yeah, but it's it's not what I go to. But uh, yeah. I think that's just a lack of imagination versus uh, a lack of love for gin. <laughs> uh, did you try the? Okay, so and this we'll, is the we'll old convert. Th- we'll convert you in uh, in no time, James. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the old fashioned. Yeah. Oh. So that's just very like. That's that's a very that feels very manly. Yep. That's a. <laughs> It's a booze drink. Yeah, I don't mind that either. That's more what I'm used to. It's sort of a manly drink. Tastes very whiskey-ish. <laughs> yeah, like I'm definitely it's sort comfort of a food. I'm a beer and a shot of whiskey type of person. Yeah. Uh, whether that works for me or not, I don't know. But that's what I am. <laughs> I've I've seen it not work for you more. Yeah, I've seen it work for exactly, you exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I let's see. Hmm. How you, does no, this fare with how where I'm at? Now you can you can. Uh, Again, like I simmer, I, I can simmer. You for can, yeah, you can simmer. Maybe we'll get Ben's reaction yeah, on his yeah, drink. Yeah. Well, my my drink's a a stone cold knockout. Yeah. It's um, you know, it's basically a it's basically a mojito and a margarita collide and bring pineapple along with them. Oh man, <laughs> sounds great. It sounds like um, a hell of a vacation. <laughs> oh man, it's so good. I uh yeah, I so I swapped in my own uh my own thing in place of the lemon lime soda, which was just I squeezed the juice of a lemon and the juice of a lime uh into a glass via a sieve and then I like you know, doubled the volume with uh simple syrup and then I doubled the volume of that with seltzer water. Mm-hmm. So Lemon, lime, sugar, seltzer. Yeah. Um, and I just used that instead of... Um, you are in Brooklyn, after you know, all. You've sp- got to do stuff like that. Sprite. <laughs> all right? Well, I, like I just... That. I don't... No, no, I If I bought a Sprite, I'm going to use two ounces of it, and then I'm going to have the rest. I'm going to feel bad that I, like, wasted it. Well, now you know how I feel <laughs> <You> about <know>? Prosecco. <laughs> Except, you know, 7-Up, well, I don't feel as guilty dumping 7-Up. So which one of these has the Prosecco? This, this, uh, this one here? Uh no, that would this be one? mine. No, no, that's mine. That's in mine. The Chris, Chris's drink has prosecco in it. Yeah, yours don't. Have, it doesn't have any prosecco. Okay. Sorry, bro. Yeah, he's disappointed. I can no, hear no, it. no. I'm just it. like uh, I'm. I'm wondering whether I'm missing something in one drink, and mm-hmm. uh, you know. Oh, that's been known to happen. I have missing things before, but uh, <laughs> um, I think we've uh, we've all we've all experienced that. Yeah. The, uh, the drink that I made for Josie that lost. Uh, was supposed to have uh, 
rosé champagne in it and i bought a bottle of rosé champagne and i forgot to put it oh, into the drink oh maybe that's why see oh that's so uh, yeah, that's, that's sitting in my fridge right now yeah, you know what i blew it <clears throat> i must say I think it would have uh, been better with the on that episode i was uh off mic and i was saying that uh, a pair of pants should last five years and since that episode yeah. the right pocket of that I I only have two pairs of pants in my See, rotation. Yeah, and good, the right pocket has uh, has deteriorated, and both. So I am <laughs> I am totally without a right pocket in both pants, and it has not been I, five years for either pairs of pants. So <laughs> I'm held to the I think my that, feet I think to the coals. The pants, indus- the, the pants industry is is really like going to hate this podcast because <laughs> we're basically talking. Well, they're feeling the heat, all right. They're feeling the heat. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, uh, I I've lost the pocket of a pair of pants, the left pocket, and I can't tell you how many times I get up in the morning and I'll put these pockets, you know, rather than get them fixed, I just remind myself that there's a hole in the pocket, and then I inevitably fail at remembering. I've told yeah. myself that, and I end up with change in my shoes, or, yes. you know, yeah. it's a free-for-all in the neighborhood <laughs> I live in. <laughs> the um, The panhandlers... Follow you down the street. The pant handlers, yes. <laughs> um, well, uh, sorry. The name of the drink you gave me was what again, Ben? Uh, yours is the airmail. Airmail. Uh, well, it is. Uh, it's it's nice. It's a nice citrusy, summery. I mean, you could. I don't know. These these can go down pretty quickly. I think that's the that's the the danger I find with uh, with these type of drinks where it's you know the martini glass drink where it's. Uh, a chilled glass and it's you know it's this nice citrusy fruity taste and oh man it's just you know the more you have of those the quicker they go you could get in trouble real quick yes yes indeed i do like the look of your drink though it does look kind of summery and Mm -hmm. uh you know like if you had a white suit and sunglasses you could be uh potentially a producer in la (laughs) the kid stays in the picture (laughs) yeah um that would be a good look for you chris well, like a ponytail and a oh. ni- 1989 <laughs> drop top BMW. I remember being just deathly disappointed when we finally met uh, record label executives and they did not <laughs> look like that. They were not in a limousine with like a, a just a crack Miss, in the Mr. window. Mr. Big. <laughs> yeah, the, exactly. The license plate. <laughs> Is that Wayne's World? Is that where yeah. we got this impression from? But I was I didn't I didn't know that Wayne's World had impressed me so much. Uh, but uh, let me yeah. let me just I mean as long as I'm on this road let me tell you something else about me uh, never seen Wayne's World really oh my god I know what I, but listen to me listen to me when I say this I can I don't want to myself... be the guy that says like like what's wrong with you or whatever well what's wrong with me I know but you also but... can't be the guy to say like oh you got to see it because it, I feel I don't know it's like it's you it's almost you... past uh, well this like, is I don't want to recommend what's it to you. okay it's not so that good uh, but what's... like you you you've definitely heard in your life so many quotes of thousands of references well this is it i feel it like i have that seen you probably it. didn't even know you were hearing well until pe- someone points it out but what's the uh what's the other movie that i didn't see uh i still haven't seen and it's long past it's there's date. only two movies that chris hasn't seen that's it Wayne's what's Will the other one no uh, james knows me well he knows <laughs> Uh, what's the what's oh my god what's the movie with Keanu Reeves and Patrick Point Swayze? Break. Yeah, yes. that's currently it. Uh, being remade. Oh, I don't want to even no talk way. about that. Yeah, well I'll see I, the remake then. Forget the I original. I saw I saw Point Remakes Break. Are always better. Well, well after it was, um, I saw Point Break well after its uh, 
Best Buy. It's era, and mm-hmm. um, I can see, I can see, you know, its charm. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious to hear your reaction to watching Wayne's World, though. Okay, well, listen. Here's what's going to happen between what? now from and- the from the day that we post this episode to the next episode. Yeah. Your responsibility will be to watch Wayne's World. I'll, oh, I was going to include Point Break, and I was going to include what's the other movie? I, for, Hunt I, for Red October. Yeah, I'll see that. That's too. three movies. That's a big. That's a Man, big I'll see that. I'll do that tonight. I uh, that's a, that's throw down the gauntlet right now. I will commit to watching Hunt for Red October for this experiment here because that's the one that I have not seen. But I, I think when you, you guys see can Wayne's have a Bros World, movie night, yeah, that would be great. I think when you see Wayne's World, you'll be surprised at like, oh, that's what like it, it's infiltrated <laughs> yeah. the zeitgeist to the point where. It's it the those jokes are just everywhere. But see, I think I've been saying it for so long now that I haven't seen the movie. It's almost like I don't want to give it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's actually it's a it's a it's a medal you're wearing now. It's not even no, but it's not like yeah. I walk around saying like I've never seen Wayne's World. Everybody, that's, <laughs> that's one you, thing. That's yeah, how you hey, start how you doing? every I've never conversation. Seen Wayne's World. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice when I was uh, thirteen, uh, we moved to a, d- a new house, and uh, I was. Uh, blown away because we had three bathrooms in the house so there was a a downstairs bathroom and two upstairs bathrooms and i i decided that for the first 12 months that we lived there i would never go into that downstairs bathroom and uh, <laughs> and i kept with it and it was a real point of pride like my friends would be like why are you going upstairs like i love it that is we're watching a- tv down here and i'd be like i don't go in that room <laughs> that's a great fun fact. I love yeah. that. Um, that's sort of how you've been with Wayne's World. It is exactly right. That and is you, my uh, that is my downstairs bathroom. Wayne's World is the, my downstairs bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I, you know what I think is surprising about Point Break? I know we want to move on from this topic, but uh, the I woman do. who made uh, the, the Hurt Locker, Locker and yeah. uh, Zero Dark Thirty that, Tor- that, that, Torture that was Point Fest Break three thousand. That was I had first no movie. idea like. Point Break yeah. was where she came from. Uh, at one point, married to James Cameron. Hmm. She also made uh, a movie called Strange Days, which is uh, oh, that's the uh, like pretty uh, cool cyber yeah. uh, New Year's Eve, almost like a Y two K type cyberpunk thing. Cyberpunk thing, yeah. So it's it's a movie about uh, a guy who sells. He's like a drug dealer, but the drug he sells is tapes that you can play back of other people's memories in your mind. Oh, <laughs> that's like that Black Mirror <laughs> yeah. type of concept of yeah. the observed future. Yes, yeah. that's great. Oh. It was one of those movies that they made in like 1995, and it was like the millennium. Yeah, yes. it's, like, yeah, it's like, like the whole movie takes place like uh, like two, New Year's Eve 1999, <laughs> yeah. oh, really? and it's like everything is super futuristic, and it's like, really? Like... Were you, are you like when you think back to 1990 when you're in 1995? <laughs> does it seem as different as yeah. when you project forward five years? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Here's two more movies that fall sort sort of similar. Uh, one I've never seen. One I have. The Net, starring Sandra Bullock, and mm. Virtuosity. Uh, oh, which is Denzel Washington and yeah. Russell Crowe. Yeah, an early Russell Crowe film, and and that's one of the few movies I that and. Um, are you going to say Day, you left the theater? I wanted to. Oh, I, I don't, think we did actually yeah, we did leave, leave the theater, the theater. watching yeah, Virtuosity. Did. I think I was there. <laughs> there you go. I've never seen the end of that movie. Actually, no, I don't think I had. And I remember thinking at the time, who is this guy? And this is the last movie he'll ever make. Russell Crowe. <laughs> Just judging by his face. And then, of course, he, yeah, Russell Crowe. Shows what Crow. you guys know. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, listen, I, I know... Uh, Maybe we should just do a, a weird mid-90s movie podcast instead. All about... Uh, you guys want to talk uh, Johnny Mnemonic? A little bit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Written no. by William Gibson. <laughs> oh, you know. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, we're not going to do a uh, listener request this week just because we don't really know exactly when this is coming out and on the off chance that somebody is hanging on our every word to tell them what to drink we don't want to uh (laughs) come out too late for uh for it to be of any use but i could have been a doctor but you guys fucked it up yeah exactly that's his response right um well we can yeah we'll just uh we'll we'll roll into the into the evening with with some goofs and gabs (laughs) What do you guys think? Should we keep talking about stupid movies we saw when we were? Uh, I will say that I'm done the first drink, and it it served me well as far oh, that's as that's right. Uh, we need to weigh in. Fruit. We have it, still it, not gotten a. Uh, it's interesting that James is going to decide which of these drinks he likes best. We are unable to know who is ahead in the rankings. And who is behind at this point? Oh yeah, that's right. This is sort of like we're in the TARDIS. No, I do. Of, uh, I, I want to point out that it does seem clear to me that Ben, you are invested in this competition. Like you, <laughs> you are well, quantifying. I, I think I every suggested week it. So you did, and I and I I think it's great. But uh, I, I just I'm, like, I'm I like a, it's it's funny. I'm not a very competitive person, but for some reason in this. Um, in this uh, in this particular scenario it's uh it's appealed to me to be competitive i mean here's the thing i would i would expect i would be surprised if uh and i think i said i was surprised when josie chose my drink i expect people to choose your drink just because you have a maybe a a broader sense of of uh or let's say a more refined palate a more informed palate I think um, I think that's I think that's maybe a little unfair, uh, but uh, you think so, do you? But I but I I, uh, so appreciate I the think. compliment. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I mean I, it though. I I mean it. I, I just uh, I I don't log things like necessarily like you seem to, and I and I mean that as a compliment. You seem to take it in and retain it, whereas I am terrible with that kind of thing. It's like yeah, that was good, and then I just move on, you know. But uh, at I, any rate, this competition is you. fun. That I am entirely unbiased, and it's not <laughs> because of anything other than I can't remember who, who uh, recommended either drink. drink because <laughs> this is the yeah. first time we ever tried to record a double header. In yeah, one we're day. we're several drinks in at this point, <laughs> so it doesn't. Which is so why don't we're tell so fast and loose sure. with it. <laughs> yeah, but I do feel like this this with the peel in it. This uh, is the, the old, old fashioned, fashioned correct? Yeah, yeah. like. Uh, they went for this with the peel in it as a name originally, but <laughs> they just, yeah they they just wound up stick. changing yes. it just for marketing reasons. But yeah, uh, the first drink was uh, uh, sort of like had a springful step, and uh, <laughs> my taste buds erupted. <laughs> but the, but the old fashioned tastes more like uh, well, like I said, ver- my first impression is very it's much more manly. And it also sort of 
This is this like... is a drink that you can sort of picture sipping on while you're like reading a newspaper. Yes, Chesterfield sofa. Like I, I want to take a... up smoking cigars. By yeah, you're in a clubhouse. There's several animals mounted on the wall that you personally killed. There's a yes. bulldog panting at your feet. Yeah, it's you're... a taxidermic beverage, yeah. and <laughs> you know, I I think it I think it actually the old fashioned fits more with. Just the whirlwind uh, stuff going on. So while while I find the uh, I can't remember what's the other drink's name. Uh, happy accident. The happy accident is. Uh, uh, Look at the smile on my face. My, Look at the smile on his face. To my taste buds, <laughs> the happy accident is more enjoyable. Uh, maybe only one though. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But the old fashioned just feels more like where I'm at and where Perfect. I'm gonna be. That's it's a what handy it's all drink. About. It's a handy drink because you know you're you're never that far from having one as long as you've got a <laughs> bottle of uh, bottle of rye hanging around. That's I don't know if that ever was the official slogan or ever has been, but that is amazing. <laughs> the old fashioned. You're never that far away from having one. Yeah, like your life says that, and convenience says that. So you always you always run a risk when you the further away you. Uh, stray from the straight like the, the base alcohol i mean depends on your taste buds i guess yes. but the further away you stray from the base alcohol the more risk you uh, uh are at because you don't know person a person's taste but uh, yeah. with the tangerine juice like we we sort of sip the tangerine juice and oh, oh my god i've really never is. had tangerine juice on its own before but holy it's delicious it even wow. looks different than orange juice mm-hmm. it's just yeah. this like oh it's, it's like, like a tangerine rich, like glows <laughs> Yeah. It does glow, yeah. It is. It's like neon almost. But I think yeah. it's more about the the uh, the repeat performance. It's like yeah. if you're gonna have one, then maybe the yeah. happy accident I would pick. But yeah, if I knew and I know that I'm in for a long haul, then I think and you really are, buddy, the, uh, and you are the old fashioned sort of is more appropriate. I can this is a even, I can grow can... with. I can yeah. grow with the old fashioned. Mm-hmm. If you have to get up at three AM to poop the baby or whatever you do. <laughs> there's there's nothing stopping you from uh using your free hand to mix one of these bad boys up. <laughs> right. That's Absolutely. exactly true. And I hate to uh I guess I I hate to uh put yet another uh Chink point in, in, uh, in uh in Ben's uh point column, Chris. Yeah. Given our uh, well, lifelong I, I, history, well, well James, yeah, I could I, be coming I, from behind at this point. James, but I, I honestly had no idea who was who, so this is I, I couldn't be more of a, a neutral, a neutral. Uh, I guest. hate to acknowledge it, and I <laughs> won't accept it. So wherever the standings are, I don't give a shit. Um. <laughs> well, uh, we were. Uh, Remiss in not taking a, uh, a listener request this episode, but uh, if you would like to send in a request for a life event to be paired with a cocktail, you can uh, tweet at us at Drink About It or at Benjamin R. That's Benjamin A H R. Or, or at, at Crispy Chicken. Um, and uh, thanks so much, James Black, for uh, holding us down on this episode, man. Thank uh, you, James. Y- yes. Uh, I, can I shamelessly plug some Please. Yes. yes. This yes. is 